0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMV.
1: Hello and welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and I'm here today with lots of friends, three friends to be exact. And one of them has been on before, Jeremy Werther.
0: Hi. <laughs> I'm
1: Hi. so happy to have you here. Great to be back. Um, Amanda Reisling, although I've been calling her Riesling all of her life, we have... Kids that are friends, and um, we share a daycare past of Young World, and Charlie and Emrys, our kids, love each other so much, so I'm a little bit bummed that you're not Riesling, and you may forever be Amanda Riesling (laughs) to me, but I will try Riesling so hard, so hard.
2: It's good to be here, Tara.
1: (laughs) Thank you for being here. And Nan Bui, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) He's <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't, just don't, whatever you're going to say, just don't. Um, it's nice to have you here, Nan. I appreciate you all being here. And you three are what makes up Tell Us and the Satellite Bar. So tell us a little bit about Tell Us and the Satellite Bar. Jump. <laughs> All right, close your eyes. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Go, Amanda. It's always me. It's oh. always me. It's always, it's always the lady. You speak about always.
0: it so well. Oh, you might as well. well and oh, my, and you. you have
1: two gentlemen. You're in the center of two gentlemen that this are like, go true. for it. Do your thing. Um,
2: so we are a, we are a restaurant, um, bar, cocktail bar, wine bar, um, part-time nightclub in um, the lower level of Thorne's Marketplace. Um, when I think about what we're doing, I think that you know restaurants have molds, and we're kind of trying to
1: break one. Nice, and that's in the space where Patria used to be, right? That's correct. Yep. For a hot, weird pandemic moment. <laughs> yeah. One moment in time. There right? we go. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> early. <laughs> Just. To warm up the vocal cords. (laughs) Um, So, Thorns, downtown Northampton, amazing. Have you all owned restaurants before? Jeremy, we know you own a restaurant, but Amanda and Nan?
3: Maybe for people who don't know, we should remind people what restaurant Jeremy owns.
0: Uh, I am the chef and owner at Homestead over on Strong Avenue. Uh, I'm very excited to be a partner in this uh, new project.
1: And Jeremy was formerly on the show with the Treehouse crew. I was. Because you are a stir-up-some-love chef. I love stirring-up-love. Yeah. <laughs> stir it up.
3: There's, there's <laughs> round two. Two songs
1: and under minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a long show, listeners. <laughs> Buckle up.
2: <laughs> um, this is our first time owning a restaurant. Um, Nan and I are, have, are new restaurant owners, but not um, new to restaurants by any means, I have been working in restaurants since I think I had my first job when I was 16. Um, I've worked in Philadelphia, New York City, um, a, a short amount of time in Vermont, New Hampshire. And then I've been working in restaurants um, here in Northampton uh, since I moved here in 2016.
1: Okay. That's great. And what is your favorite part about being in a restaurant? Like, why did you feel like this was your calling? mm that's a tough one. Um,
2: <laughs> I so my background is in theater, and I feel like um, it's like the place where you get to perform. Like it's always like improv, right? That's always the yes and, um, and I I love that. I love that there's new people to meet. There's new people to engage with. That there's always like a problem to solve, and there's always like I mean people are coming to you, and they're always looking to have like a good time. You hope. Um, and I I like cannot sit still to save my life, and so um, restaurants are a place where that's a good thing.
1: Oh yeah, and being a night owl, are you a night owl? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Nan, what about you?
4: Yeah, um, I don't know. Honestly, I think that there are some people I just kind of work work with again. Like, um, I worked for Ryeg for about over a decade, and I'm proud of a lot of the stuff we did there. Like, and there are a lot of people I don't get to work with anymore. And this was a space where we could kind of bring some things back and, you know, I don't know, get back to that.
1: And for the listeners, what is IHEG?
4: Oh, it's uh, Iron Horse Entertainment Group.
1: So that's Eric Sewers Properties.
4: Yeah, they still are.
1: Yeah, (laughs) got it. So that's what is that? Um, The Calvin. Like Calvin the Park basement,
4: basement. Uh, I think in this concept, it's a lot of people we worked with the basement, and it was like a sugar biscuit. It's, I think still the longest running queer night in, in the valley. So it's like you know, it, it hasn't really had a home since since COVID, and I think Eric's only reopened re- to a couple venues. So,
1: and so sugar biscuit is going to be at Tell Us? It is nice part of the nighttime post-dinner, or?
4: We're thinking Friday, Saturday, post-service. So, I mean, I think we'd rotate things out on Friday and okay. then kind of have like more regular formatting that was kind of based around, um, it was like our Hip Hop Tuesday. And then we did a night on uh, Temperature. This with, uh, I don't know, George Myers from Quarters. Yeah, he did Pump Wooly George. Bully. Yeah. And Dan Cashman. I mean, again, like over 10 years running those nights, but uh, we're gonna bring that stuff over.
1: Thorns is gonna be bumping.
4: I mean the basement, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's always been the coolest spot anyway.
1: Oh my god, Dynamite Records. Oh, I just thought of Ronnie Kwan. Oh. Ronnie, yeah. oh.
0: All these things oh, before my Ronnie. time
1: too. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie was R- Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> it's
0: one of my favorite things listening to Nan talk about is some of the stuff that predated me here in Northampton that is so exciting and, and I think Part of what we're trying to bring back is some of that old school stuff that's been missing for a little bit.
1: Yeah, Amanda was showing me some some pictures of some things that were going to go on the walls. Do you want to talk about that for a minute, just about bringing stuff back and what's the decor going to look like? What are you doing? Is it going to be just like Patria in there or, you know, are you going to just get the place? What is it going to be?
2: Well, I mean, Patria left us some beautiful bones that were, I mean, and Patria built on the bones that Convino put in place. So um, I would be, I think it would be a huge mistake to not acknowledge that, like, what we get to do is based on what what was done there, especially within that space. So um, we have the bones of Patria, these beautiful white walls and and really beautiful, I mean, like, it's beautiful. But... um, Part of what we talk about is our model is fun. We're trying to be fun. And so there's some irreverence in there and some nostalgia. So I spoke about my background in theater. Like I have a signed poster from the revival of Hair that I can't wait to put up. And um, we also have a great um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles art print that's beautiful, um, but also like really fun. I am in the process of building a an amazing Lego that's going to go up on one of the shelves. Um, my son is not allowed to touch it. <laughs> um, is it a Star Wars Lego? No, it's a Ghostbusters Lego. Nice. <laughs> Fun. It's got all the things. Who it's are you going to call? <laughs> he makes me play that song while we brush teeth. I'm not lying. <laughs> does. Yes, he does. Really? Yes. Yes. Has he seen the movie? No. I we talked about it this morning. I was like, "Would you like to see it?" And He's like, "Yes, mom." Totally.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one.
3: Anytime anybody asks me to empty my mind, I always think of the Stapf Marshmallow Man. I can't help it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. So, what's the timeline to open?
3: Somebody else. The the hardest question. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: it is always the hardest question in the book. Um, We always want to say this is going to be the date. History tells us we will be wrong. Um, the best answer we can give is it will be as soon as possible because uh, I know at least two-thirds of us are kind of ready to get back to work, um, and we want to feed people. You know, we want to we get open. We want to have fun. We want to feed people and give them a place to, to congregate and enjoy um, and, you know, get back some of what we've lost.
1: And the other third...
0: I'm busy as all hell, but I'm ready for more.
1: I was like, you? Uh, that's me. What would you like? I'm,
0: I'm rip-roaring and ready to go. I'm excited for a new concept. I'm excited for new creative processes, new partners to work with. Uh, I'm just in a different category right now in the way that the the town is running.
1: And how is Homestead doing on Strong Avenue? Uh,
0: we're as busy as we've ever been, which is amazing. I'll knock on this wooden table here and hope it continues. Um, you know, we're grateful to still be here. Uh, and we were talking before the show today about kind of what has happened to a lot of restaurants, and they've essentially gone one way or the other. They've closed, or they're kind of opening more. I'm excited to, you know, utilize this time in history to jumpstart something new.
1: And what are your hours at Homestead right now? Because I know a lot of restaurants are doing closed a couple days, shortened hours. What's your strategy over there? uh,
0: We are five days a week right now. We are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, We open every other day, Wednesday through Sunday uh, at 5 o'clock with slight varying closing times. Uh, And I do want to just quickly mention that we're also doing, on the nicer Sundays when there is music, we're doing uh, what we're calling Barstead, which is just a really casual beer and wine offering outside on the patios while you come down and listen to some music.
1: Awesome. Thank you for doing that. That sounds fun. We're trying to have fun there, too. Yeah. I love um, Summer on Strong. It's so much fun to to go and hang out there all right so we're at our first break this is tara brewster you've been listening to the western mass business show and i'm here today with jeremy werther amanda reisling and non Bowie, and they are of tell us in the satellite bar which is opening soon in the basement of thorns market we'll be right back
0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.
1: Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and I'm here today with non Bowie, Amanda Riesling and Jeremy Werther. And if it was Amanda Riesling, Bowie, Werther, we would have like a combo of excellence. So I'm gonna bring you <laughs> a Bowie, Werthers candies, Werthers original candies, and some Riesling when you open. Sounds like We're a party. All for it. Sounds great. Sail, come sail Still away. Still one of my
0: favorite candies. Come
2: sail away. <laughs> and Reasoning is one of my favorite
1: wines. Absolutely. And, Non, do you like water? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> non, one of these days you're going you, to get to rooster. It. Come in for <laughs> yeah, sure. a hug. I'll
3: take that. <laughs> I think David gotta, Bowie and, like, the Bowie knife and Jim Bowie was pr- pronounced there Bowie, is. like, Bowie like that. So do you like Bowie or Bowie
4: knives? I can take that, knives and Bowie. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll like, all right. Thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> off
1: there. <laughs> so, Amanda, tell us a little bit more. Um, you mentioned off-air that a lot of your DNA was already in that space. So what do you mean by that? Um, when
2: I first moved to the area in 2016, I started working at Conveno. So I I was there through all of that. Like, you know, I um, I managed the front of the house. I hired people. i fired hired people. <laughs> um, I... Uh, got to, like, um, uh, come back to working with wine, which is what I had done when I worked in New York City. Um, I, you know, I cried in there. I've laughed in there. I've bled in there. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> uh, I, Hopefully just a Band-Aid's worth. Yes, yeah. that's all. But, you know, <laughs> still. Um,
2: and um, I've also, like, grown immensely as a person in that space. Um And, you know, when I got to come back and work at Patria, like being able to see the space grow and then to grow along with it, um, it's been really important to me. Um, And it's all been hard in its own way and it's all been great in its own way. Um, And so to to get to have have that space and take more ownership over it um, feels really exciting. Like, you know, you've been renting a place, an apartment for years and then you get to buy it it feels pretty
1: good. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, Nan, what are you going to be bringing in terms of um, the partnership? Like, what is your aspect going to be? Are you going to be cooking? Are you going to be programming? Like, what is your role?
4: I mean, there's some programming for the late night, but uh, I was a bar manager at Patria. So it's, I mean, that program was tailored for that restaurant. Like, we were trying to match what they were trying to do culinarily. Like, so I think it's the same thing. It's like, There'll be some DNA from that, but for the most part, we're trying to match an entirely different concept.
1: I have to ask you, that like really sweet, amazing, pina colada-y type drink, what was it? It was like a sweet, white cocktail, but it was like a pina colada, but it was condensed into this like short glass. They served it at Patria. I'm going to need this. We're going to have to talk about this off the air. It was so good. notes. Well, we had it
4: some was... stuff. We had it. We, we were, I think we had a painkiller killer. We had a painkiller old fashioned, but.
1: So good. Anyway, we'll have to talk about it. As you can tell, pina coladas are my like, yeah. But too much drink, too much sweetness needs like the shortened condensed version. So I'm just going to put that out there for you.
4: Well, that's, that's the evolution of that drink though. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was too sweet to begin with. And then everybody has this interpretation that tries to cut down on that. Love it. And that's why I'm it was a PKK. Alone. We were a painkiller killer. killer. Nice. We were trying to
1: See? There it is. Not so bad as an alcoholic after all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm quite good at it, actually. <laughs> um,
1: I love that. I And, you know, I guess um, I had forgotten that you would work there too, Nan. So you both, you're bringing so much to the place that you've already been in and worked in. And um, it's making me kind of smile because... Uh, I spent so many years working at Taylor Men, which is on the second floor of Thorns Market, and then decided to open up my old store, Jackson and Connor, in the same space. So um, I was thinking about that a little bit this weekend at Sidewalk Sales, because Will called me back to work Sidewalk Sales on Sunday, which I did, which I was like, oh my God, it's been nine years, (laughs) and I haven't owned this place, but here I am like on the floor, and it was very like, woo, 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 but... Um, it was great. So I love thorns. I'm so excited for you all to be there. I think it's phenomenal. Um, so opening TBD, like maybe the next month fish.
0: do you fingers crossed.
1: have things in place mostly or what is giving you the most amount of angst right now?
0: We actually uh, just received uh, our liquor license in the last uh, 12 hours or so, which is one of the more exciting news. Uh, because we've, we're waiting how long? Uh, we've been pushing almost two months now uh, from at least the start of the process to actually physically having the license in hand. Um, realistically, there are many people out there that wait longer, but we're glad to have it in our hands. And
1: yeah, two months is a really long time.
0: To be able to take the steps that come with it. Um, takes a big weight off the shoulders knowing that that's in place and we can move forward with a lot of other things. Uh, Still waiting on some equipment. Unfortunately, lead times and freight stuff is still a little bit behind uh, and realistically might still get worse, but we're glad to at least have the pieces moving. Um, And, you know, now that a few things are in place, hopefully things do come together pretty quickly. Um, We're going to basically start rolling out a little bit at a time. Sounds like we might try and do our uh, late-night, Uh, bar programming at some point in the next month uh, and then start looking for food towards the towards the end of the summer
1: i love it just do it as you can do it and keep it rolling and try to get it up and started nice so how big is the restaurant seating going to be how many people are you going to be able to fit in there ish i won't count chairs (laughs)
3: <laughs> we we will.
1: <laughs> I know you we, will.
2: We're hoping that. to. I mean, you know, uh, capacity is one of the last things that you. That's one of the last stamps that you get. Um, we're hoping to be able to do to increase the capacity from what it was as PatrIA, so um, like a, a hundred people. Okay. Um, is like I mean you know give or take that's yeah. where
1: the that's kind of what we're hoping to sit at. Uh-huh. And are you going to still have a bar area? Really? You're going to keep that from Patria?
2: Yeah, the bar is one of those things that we are not allowed to touch. Got that it. That horseshoe bar has to stay in place. So, um, it's, you know, Thorn's actually owns that bar, so we have to keep it. But we're okay with that. I mean, it's it's a beautiful bar. It's a beautiful
1: bar, so.
4: Do you mean the lounge area or, like, the bar itself?
1: The lounge area and the bar, like, I felt like there was, like, a nice kind of area that was separate from the seating of the restaurant.
4: Okay, we we're probably definitely open with kind of that configuration. Yeah. But we're nice. also look we're also looking to like kind of like spelt MCM suede booths. Just because like a bar is supposed to have boots in it somewhere. That's just right. that's just kind of something we feel.
2: Yeah. Nice. Well and also, you know, as much as the lounge lounge seating can be um, desirable we are first and foremost a restaurant. We have to have tables for people to eat at. So, you know, um, in a larger space, if you had a, had tables where to, the areas for people to just drink at, that's one thing. But we really want people to eat our food. So um, whether they sit at those tables and just have drinks, that's okay. But, you know, you don't want to make it difficult for them to consume your food. Um, so I know I spoke with a seating person this morning about, like, creative ways to update or... Um, put our stamp on the space. Um, But we want to, first, we want to open. So I'm not going to, we're not going to wait to open to have the perfect seating. Yep. You know, we can always add, you know, restaurants are like, they live, so they evolve, they can grow, they can change. You don't have to like, you know, set it in cement from just because you open the doors.
1: Are you still going to have outside seating? Is that part of the program? Absolutely. Yeah, nice. I felt like that was a really great, Concept that worked well because it was off the beaten path enough, but still (laughs) underneath the parking garage bridge and next to the parking garage. So you had that kind of near far thing happening. Um, i love it i am so excited i can't wait for you to open i feel like this has been a really long time coming Thanks. Um, and we're already here at our second break so we're going to do that um this is tara brewster and you're listening to the western mass business show i'm here today with Nan Bowie and amanda Risling and jeremy werther of tell us in the satellite bar to be opening soon in the basement of thorns marketplace we'll be right back
0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMV. Welcome
1: back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Amanda Reisling and non Bowie and Jeremy Werther of Tell Us and the Satellite Bar. So before we get into more about the seating and the food and what's going on at TELUS, tell me about how the name came to be. And was this the first name that you landed on? Was it the 50th? Um, cause for me, naming the baby was really, really hard. No one tells you that when you're going into business that like actually doing the thing of the naming, that's the really hard part. So where did tell us come from?
0: I mean, we went through at least seven different ideas or iterations of a name. Um, uh, we kind of fell on this one, uh, it has at least a couple of different threads of meaning. Uh, I want to pass it off to Amanda because it was kind of her discovery. So I wanted to let you uh, explain a little bit more. But I, I think it's a great name for the space conceptually in this time. Um, but I'll let you take it away on, on the real intense fun stuff. <laughs>
2: uh, we, I mean, we talked about it like naming a baby where you throw things out. You, you sit with it. You say it. And you're like, and we're the only thing that tells you if it's right. If you're like, does it feel right? And they, we had multiple other names. Where we're like, this is the one. It's not the one
1: for like a week. For like a week.
2: Yeah. Or like, and they're like, okay, good, we got it, and we don't have it. Um, and actually, TELUS came out one day, just being like, well, what about TELUS? And then you like sit with it for a minute, and you're like, yeah. And then you, we we like the way it sounds. And then it turns out Tellus is like um, uh, it's the Roman goddess of what is it? It's um the earth, so it predates sort of like Terra and Gaia, um, protectress of marriage, uh, death, fertility. and fertility. Tellus. Tellus, yeah. And there's some beautiful like mosaics of 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 her. Um, how, is,
3: how is that spelled?
2: T e l l u s. Which we love is also, like, there's kind of a speakeasy vibe of tell us. Like, and so it, talk, it, it leads into, like, a conversation that we want to have with the community to tell us, you know, to, like, that restaurants should be, they're not one-sided. They are about the people that come in and the things that, the, the relationships that we have with each other. And so we love that the, the word has all this cool, like, historical stuff, but also really is about a conversation.
1: I want to see a picture of this. Tell us now. I'll send so. it to you. Yeah, please do. Please do. It's it's in my mind, and I'm almost envisioning like tell us somewhere in the restaurant. But um, so tell us about what types of food you're going to have. How is the culinary aspect of this going to roll out?
0: Uh, well, so our I don't want to say our primary focus, but I think kind of what we will eventually become. Uh, seen as is a craft pizza place. Um, We all connected uh, almost a year ago, um, had conversations while Amanda and Ann were behind the bar over at Patria, talked about what we liked, didn't like about restaurants and food, what was missing in the area. Um, And while there's plenty of excellent pizza places around, we feel that there's a level and style of pizza that is missing from around here. Um, We're excited to kind of bring our focus to that. Uh, I have a cooking history with pizza in my in my past. Uh, Having helped open a pizza restaurant in the Boston area. um, I'm excited to kind of get back to some of those roots. Um, So I think that's kind of what we're going to be known for. We're going for long fermentation, high temperature, um, high hydration doughs. So it's going to be crunchy and chewy and a little bit sour kind of all at the same time. Um, We have, we talked at different times about introducing wood fire uh, pizza to the mix, we ended up going a different direction, but we're going to try and get that same kind of puffy, crunchy um, texture from our pizza. Uh, And then we're going to just have, uh, again, in conjunction with just the overall concept, food's going to be fun, we're going to have really awesome smash burgers, kind of one of our staples on there as well. Um, We're talking, you know, some really fun full chops chop chop style salads uh sticky f- fried foods out of the you know out of the deep fry um, different sandwiches grilled cheeses just taking a lot of things that people are familiar with um, putting a little bit of a for lack of a better term chef-y spin on it uh, but making it approachable and comfortable and fun um, which again is missed over the last couple of years and a lot of people and uh, our history in restaurants says that they can be fun. Might as well do our best to make this one as fun as we can.
1: And so, are you going to come and cook over at?
0: I'll be cooking. Tell I'll us. be cooking plenty. Um, I'm, I'm going to be cooking all work the time between the my two, brain between yeah. the two restaurants. My, if I could clone myself, I would. <laughs> I probably would have already. But um, no, I'm excited to again get into a new kitchen space, find new creativity. Um, have an avenue for ideas that I've had over the course of time that might not fit on the homestead menu, but would fit excellent on our menu over at TELUS. Um, and I'm excited to work with Amanda and Nan uh, to connect the bar and the service to the food and get their insight on what they're what they want, what kind of food is fun for them. Um, I mean we've talked about noodle bowls, we've talked about sandwiches, we've talked about fried things, we've talked about pizza and other noodles. I mean the the it goes back to restaurants being in a in a box or in a shell and just trying to break out of that. Um, I've had this thought in my brain that during uh, you know this pandemic period that is still ongoing. That there's kind of no rules right now. Everything broke. A lot of things stopped. Lots of things are changing. Our industry in particular has been forced to change, um, and we're utilizing that opportunity and time to change to rethink what. Restaurants can be a little bit, uh, and that's pretty exciting from both a stylation and food concept.
1: I'm I'm excited for the changes and the embracing of this time to sort of put the pieces back together in a different way. So I applaud you and encourage all of you to keep thinking like that. Thanks. Um, And so how long have you— uh owned homestead how many years has it uh, been? homestead
0: will be five in november
1: yeah that's great which somehow somehow so
0: uh, thank you uh, yeah. i'm not really sure where five years went yeah um i still sometimes think i was living in boston last week uh i have not i have actually moved here twice so that's just a bad thought twice um, in five years twice in five years um <laughs> and to have now an almost five-year-old restaurant is mind-blowing Never really thought I would make it there. You always hope you do, but our industry, a small percentage makes it there. Um, And COVID. Yeah, and COVID. You know, I don't don't want to forget that part. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, Homestead is uh, almost five and um, ready for a little sibling.
1: Yeah, that's very brave of you. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Hopefully, people have warned you about that. I feel like we all have seconds and no one ever tells us about like the two is not two, two is like three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, anyway, I got that, comment. I yeah, got that conversation. Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: Oh, good. So I'll, le- I'll learn my lesson one day.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe at four. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually when you're like, oh, ouch. That hurt. Yep. Um, so, what are you looking forward to most, Nan or Amanda? What is the thing that you are most excited about being new business owners? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really just excited to
2: get back to work. I I miss I miss working. I miss seeing people. I miss I love seeing people happy. Um, like I love watching people enjoy their time, enjoy their company. And even if I'm just sort of sometimes, you know, a little removed um, as an observer, uh, to me, that gives me a lot of joy and um, um, gives my life like texture. And I and I, you know, over the past um, since Patria closed um, in November, it's been a lot of like internal, um, you know, a lot of conceptual thinking. And and I'm excited to like let it live. I'm I'm that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah.
4: None. I mean, I think I touched on it before, but there's there's just a lot of people I, I want to work with again. I mean, your work family. I mean, you see them more than your extended family, your real family, like your direct family, and uh, I don't know. It's been it's been two years. It's been like two years to the date for uh, being able to work with some of these people.
1: I think that's really special. I hope a lot of the people that you used to work with listen to this and know how much you love and miss them. So you should send, send a message to all of them and say, just to let you know, I sent you some hearts on this, on this podcast. Um, but this is uh it's time for another break for us we're already there so we're going to do that this is tara brewster and you've been listening to the western mass business show i'm here today with amanda risling and Nan Bowie and jeremy werther of tell us in the satellite bar which is opening soon hopefully within a month but tbd um in the basement of thorns marketplace in downtown northampton we'll be right back
0: The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.
1: Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Nan Bowie and Amanda Riesling Riesling, and Jeremy Werther um, of Tell Us in the Satellite Bar. And somehow we're already at our last segment. But before we go, we're going to talk about... Downtown Northampton and why you've committed to downtown and sort of what you're thinking about in terms of your restaurant, your staff, how it's going to work, what you're going to do. So who would like to talk about why Northampton? Why did you commit to being in downtown Northampton?
4: What?
3: You should do it. You're
1: the one who's been here longest. And, and you decide. love it so. You're so, so committed to downtown.
3: And this is Nan.
4: Bowie. I don't know. I, th- I think, um, <laughs> I don't know. For me, Northampton's kind of like, um, oh, you said we can't, we can't curse on this, right? Yeah. No, no
1: curse. Yeah. Live to tape. Monty will. Oh.
4: <laughs> I mean, uh, it's like spent about 12 years professionally working in this town. So I've been able to watch it change and kind of grow with it. And it's, honestly, I'm in some of the best personal professional relationships I've ever had that have happened in this town, but I mean, it's like an old friend that you have issues with, that you want, like, no one else can, you know, talk smack about, but, like, you, you'll defend them to no end, but it's like, if you're amongst mixed company, like,
0: you have stuff you want to say. You're like, Why? there are
1: some cracks here.
0: Some problems. <laughs> like, <Yeah.
1: laughs> but we're not going to shine the light on them.
0: We're just going to try and patch them.
4: Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, like you said. I mean, the industry is in a really tenable place. Like, and you know, there there are different directions you can go in. I mean, uh, I think we've seen in major cities, like um, I mean, kind of a wage equity fee. It's like a it's like a service charge on a bill that can be divided to kind of back of house. I mean, it's a way to it's a way to reconcile the the disparity. There's always been between front of house and back of house, and now I mean, you see it with like you see it with labor shortages. I mean. People are overworked. I mean, so many people left the industry, too. Like, we, we, we talked about there is a net loss of experience in this industry that has happened, and it's come to terms with that. It's also, like, with all the new blood coming in, they're not getting the benefit of being able to learn and, you know, uh, you know, rely on the experience of, like, you know, the veterans in their field. So, I don't know. And when you talk
1: about... Back of the house and front of the house for people that maybe don't know or have never worked in restaurants, you know, talk a little bit more about that. Like, what are you referring to when you say back and front?
0: Uh, so unfortunately, uh, not not entirely unique to restaurants, but in its own unique setting, um, there's two departments that essentially operate entirely separately, but have to work together. And. Uh, Anyone that has gone to a restaurant has hopefully tipped their server uh, or at least seen on the check the opportunity to tip their server. Uh, In Massachusetts, there is a tipped minimum wage that is significantly lower than the hourly minimum wage, um, and that is made up for and compensated through tips. Uh, Unfortunately, Massachusetts tip laws don't allow those tips to be pulled out or separated to... Uh, workers that are not also on that tipped minimum wage. Um, This has unfortunately led to a massive discrepancy that over the last 20 years has ballooned from anywhere from three times the amount per hour to five times the amount per hour. Uh, At Homestead, um, we implemented this uh, same kind of wage equity service charge. I was actually part of a restaurant group in Boston. That was one of the first two restaurant groups to do it there. It's now in, I believe, 75% of the uh, top 50 restaurants in Boston have one of these fees. It's essentially a way of not sticker shocking the guest into thinking that they're uh, paying more than they feel they should for, let's say a burger or a pizza. Um, And it it allows the restaurants to properly compensate their uh, servers, or sorry, their their, uh, back of house and hourly uh, wages. There's a lot of back and forth. And I'm always open to have this conversation with anyone. So please reach out to me. My email can be found on my website at the restaurant, Homestead and soon to be on the TELUS website. I'm always happy to have this conversation. But you know, it's a conversation that needs to happen. It's one of those progressive issues that uh, is failing our workforce. Uh, And as Nan said, there's a net loss of experience over the course of the pandemic. Um, And we hope that this is one way to draw in Good talent, good experience, uh, and make sure that as a business we are compensating our our staff members and our workers uh, effectively.
2: I also just want to add that um, when you have you talk about front and back of house, so back of house being dishwashers, um, cooks, uh, you know anybody who's dealing with the production of what is going onto the tables. Um, there's often just been like a, like. Front and back communicate, but it's it's almost like you're not on the same team. And something like this this charge helps us really see that we are all on the same team and that we can function more like one unit instead of two that are related.
1: And so will this have a suggested percentage? on it like how will it work if I'm a patron so way, looking at my check yeah so the way we like? do
0: this over at homestead and I expect us to do it very similarly at tell is uh, at the bottom of the menu there's a, a small note we have a whole write-up explaining why we do this on our front window and on our website um, but it essentially is a uh, we have a flat five percent fee uh, that gets tacked on to the subtotal of the check and you will see in your grand total at the bottom um so essentially, let's let's use round numbers here. If you have a, you've spent one hundred dollars on on food and wine, you've spent one hundred and five. That five dollars goes into a pool for the back of house, and then gets divided by hours worked in the back of house. So, from a business owner's perspective, it's one a way to compensate our employees properly without that again that sticker shock on the menu. Um, it's actually properly shrinks the wage gap because if it was on the menu you're tipping on that top line, which the servers are attached to. uh, But instead you're now tipping on a subtotal uh, that doesn't include this fee. So you should be tipping on that subtotal. And then that fee goes to the back of house at homestead. It has now averaged an additional $4 and 25 cents per hour per employee over the last year. Uh, That's a very significant pay raise uh, for everyone in a kitchen. Um,
3: but does that mean that I'm supposed to tip 15% instead of 20% so it all evens you out? You
0: should still be tipping 20% because, again, this is on your subtotal uh, or after your subtotal. So, again, your subtotal is $100. You should be tipping your 20% on that, on that $100. The $5 is essentially added charge. I don't like the term added charge, but it's a charge that is uh, dictated for a specific purpose.
1: Is anyone else in the Valley doing this?
0: Uh, Coco and the seller bar actually had implemented it, um, before they closed, um, and Haymarket, as a lot of people know, went tip free, uh, which is a different model, um, within the industry, uh, unfortunately in the more higher end service styles where someone is actually taking your order, bringing your food and drinks to your tables, uh, in a more traditional format, um, we've seen through New York, Danny Meyer probably being the most famous uh, restaurateur to attempt this. Um, attempted the non-tipping, and uh, both him and Tom Colicchio have walked that back since they implemented that about five years ago. Um, that does not work, and we've seen this wage equity fee work throughout other major cities. Boston uh, being my primary point of of uh, note there, but um, yeah, it's 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 a point of contention. Of course, with every positive comes pushback or a negative, um, but we're excited to, at least I'm excited to have that continued conversation with people because it's, it's very important to have.
3: Is the pushback coming from patrons who are trying to get used to this new system or is it coming from the back front of house or back of no, house? Is, it, this
0: is coming from you know patrons who don't fully understand. Um, again, I think, again, part of TELUS is a conversation about restaurants, um, and this is a conversation that needs to be had uh, industry-wide. Um, we are not the only place doing it, maybe locally at this point we are. Uh, there are places in San Francisco, LA, New York that have 20% service charge on top of you know your your meal. Um, we think $5 on $100 is uh, a good round number that will, as I've mentioned, benefited the staff already, and we look forward to watching how it continues to in the future.
1: Well. I look forward to it, and I'm so proud that you guys are thinking about this and leading. I feel like it goes along with what you're saying about everything's broken and—or everything has been, like, shattered and smashed apart, not broken. but Well, we definitely don't think
0: we're going to fix the planet. We want to do our part to patch the cracks where we can. This is one of them, and I think the whole idea behind TELUS is, again, patching cracks and um, bringing us back to community and joy and— on.
2: I and also I, think that, you know, like um broken can be broken open yeah. and
1: be put back together in a yep. better way. Yeah, I just didn't want it to have a negative connotation. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's all broken. It. You're broke. You're wrong. Shattered. Um but I am so looking forward to this opening. I know that you all have been working so hard um to see this get birthed so I'm here for you, and so excited for all of you to do this. Um, I can't thank you for wait. Us. Yeah, thank you for being you. here. It's been so awesome, and um, you know, uh, yeah, I just I, I love it. I'm so excited, and I'm excited for the conversation. Um, I hope that we can have more conversations in the future. So Nan, Nan. Nan Bowie <laughs> and Amanda Riesling Risling <laughs> and Jeremy Werther um, of Tell Us in the Satellite Bar to be opened soon in the basement of Thorns Marketplace. I'm Tara Brewster and this is the Western Mass Business Show. And thank you to Greenfield Savings Bank for sponsoring and also to George O'Brien and Business West for your sponsorship. I appreciate it so much.